As a mom of three young girls, and as someone who's been the victim of crime, creating a safer Harris County is my top priority. Everyone deserves to live a life free of gun violence. I'm Leslie Briones, your Harris County Commissioner for Precinct 4. And I'm Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner. Together with Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez, we're hosting a gun buyback Saturday, November 18th at Metro's West Chase Park and Ride on Harwin Drive. Earn a gift card up to $200 per gun. Turn in a gun, get a gift card, no questions asked. And do your part to make our community safer. This is Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say on the air. Tuning you into the Latino literary renaissance in all its splendor. Interviews, teatro, rap, fiction, poetry, memorias, composer spotlights, and more. Always mas. We are here to celebrate Nuestra Palabra, so I would like to invite um, Tony Diaz, as well as Ms. Duran up, please. Good morning. And we have a resolution today, but the at a high level, we are here celebrating the work of Mr. Diaz and his team for the last 25 years in really to empower Latino literature and advocacy through through the word, spoken word and written word. So I'm gonna read the resolution and then I have an invitation for all of you. So here's the resolution. Whereas in 1994, Tony Diaz became the first Chicano to earn a Master of Fine Arts degree from the University of Houston Creative Writing Program. And whereas Tony Diaz founded Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say in 1998 as a grassroots nonprofit movement, promoting Latino literature, representation, education, and civil rights through monthly readings, a radio show, and a Latino book and family festival from 2002 to 2007 that grew into one of the largest in Texas with up to 30,000 people in attendance. And whereas in June 2023, the National Endowment for the Arts awarded Nuestra Palabra a $20,000 grant to create local programming for the NEA Big Read program. Whereas in September 2023, Nuestra Palabra will partner with Harris County Public Libraries to highlight the book Infinite Country by Colombian-American author um, Patricia Engel and give away hundreds of copies of the book throughout Hispanic Heritage Month as part of the NEA Big Read. And whereas Nuestra Palabra is further collaborating with a group of advocates of a Latino Museum of Cultural and Visual Arts and Archive Complex in Houston, Harris County to quantify the Latino art ecosystem by surveying the community to understand their vision for a state-of-the-art Latino art complex, which, you know, given that we're almost half of this county, I very much look forward to that becoming a reality. Count, count my support in. Now, therefore, be it resolved that the Harris County Commissioner's Court hereby respectfully honors Nuestra Palabra for 25 years of promoting Latino literacy, literature, and culture in Harris County, Texas, and beyond. So, viva cultura, 
Viva Libros, and we invite all of you, please join us Monday, September 25th from 6 to 8.30 p.m. at HCC's Eastside Campus. We'll hear from Patricia Engel, the author, and it'll be a moment for us to come together to celebrate the art. And as we talk about the partnership and the over 300,000 people who are eligible for naturalization in our mm -hmm. community, as we bring people in, there's nothing that unites, I think, folks like art, literature, music. So thank you, Mr. Diaz, for being a warrior of promoting our culture. And with that, please. Thank you so much. And on behalf of Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers have no say, our board members, the hundreds of writers we've worked with, the thousands of books they've created. Thank you all for this recognition, but for teaming up with us to deliver the American dream through education and books. And on behalf of the National Endowment for the Arts and Nuestra Palabra, we'd like to give you the first copies right. of Infinite Country uh, by Patricia Engel. Now, if you're in the room or watching, I don't want you to get jealous, okay? <laughs> we've got 395 more copies. <laughs> and if you join us on September 25, you'll not only have a great time, parking's free, admission is free, you get this free book, and everyone who attends as part of our 25th anniversary, we're giving away a Nuestra Palabra Literary Journal, because we want you to tell your story too, whether you're Latino or not. And I think that's what's beautiful about this. We really are humbled and honored to have your presence that day to talk about the book. Also want to thank Commissioner Garcia, who you were a city councilman back in the day when you got us uh, into the George R. Brown Convention Center. And people thought we would not fill it to prove everyone wrong and making sure that Houston diversity. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank Tony, you. Tony uh, yeah. Commissioner Mirones, uh, thank you for uh, recognizing Tony and uh, Nuestra Palabra for all your good work. You, you, you know, 25 years, God almighty. Uh, I, I think we found you in a, you know, in a basket of books. Uh, but but listen, thank you for continuing your work, your passion, uh, your heart is as strong as ever, and um, and I, I appreciate your your work on this. And I'd like to make sure that uh, Ed Milton uh, visits with you because I'm constantly asking him. You know, are we are we doing? Are we as aggressive as we can be at adding more? uh latino theme books and latino authored books uh to our, our you know library system and and make sure that they're available because i'm sure that when a kid uh from our community reads one of these it's, it's going to do something it's going to do something special so again thank you for all you do and it's uh and i'm proud of your continued work thank you so much and i'm at all of your service and thank you so much for uniting to spread cultura thank all you right. for your Peace leadership mr diaz and also i want to recognize his Wonderful better half, the brilliant lawyer, Carolina. One of our board right. members, Carolina Ortiz-Adias, Esquire. And then uh, Ms. Duran. Ms. Duran, would you like to say a few words? Um, hello, good morning. I'm, I'm Maria Duran, uh, co uh, the founder of Central American Collective and also a very proud sister of Kappa Delta Chi. We are very um, happy to be partnering as well on this event. And thank you so much for recognizing um, the importance of not only books, um, you know, for, for everyone, but also um, recognizing um, 
you know, the the women, especially women authors, um, you know, those powerful words that really empower Latinas and empower women. So we really appreciate um, this recognition and Commissioner Briones, we look forward to, to seeing you on, on the 25th. Everyone is invited and thank you again. Thank you, thank Mr. You. I look forward to being there. And then lastly, all the Harris County Precinct Board team members who are helping to work on the event. Would you raise your hand? I appreciate y'all's partnership so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. You are tuning in to a multi-platform broadcast of Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say on the air. I'm Tony Diaz, a Libro Traficante, author of The Tip of the Pyramid, Cultivating Community Cultural Capital. We are joined by Harris County Commissioner Leslie Briones. Good, mo good morning, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Mr. Diaz. Thank you so much for the invitation. And folks might be watching this live on any of our social media platforms, or they might be tuning in to the video version of this on some of our allies, including fox26houston.com, or perhaps you are tuning in to one of our first platforms on 90.1 FM KPFT, Houston's community station. And if you are, we appreciate your support in the past. And we ask that perhaps you budget a donation to KPFT in the name of Nuestra Palabra, and you can support the station by visiting kpft.org or dialing 713-526-5738 and making the donation in the name of Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say. Or maybe you're tuning into our podcast, which is available on all podcast platforms. And if you are, we hope you are texting that and sending that to your friends, teachers, and community members so that they can share that as well. Today, we have a lot to talk about with a champion of the community. She has been active in the community way before she was an official public servant. She is an Ivy League Chicana who has also served in the classroom and is now part of a Latina majority Harris County Commissioner's Board. Uh, what's the official name? So how can I phrase that precisely? Because I want to make that perfectly stated for history. Thank you, Mr. Diaz. Yes, so Harris County Commissioner's Court, it has now a majority um, Latino-led Harris County Commissioner's Court. So there's three Latinos, me, Judge Lina Hidalgo, and Commissioner Adrian Garcia. And this is the, also the first time in history that there's two women serving on the court at the same time in Harris County's history. And it happens to be two Latinas. So... I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I thought it was just the first time it was two Latinas. This is the first time two women have served at Period. the same time ever. Yes. And the first time that a, a mother, I'm a proud mother of three little girls, the first time a mother is ever elected in her own right to serve on commissioner's court. And for precinct four, it's the first time there's ever a woman who is commissioner. So a lot of firsts. And I know you and I talk a lot about this, Mr. Diaz, but our goal is that there are no more firsts because we've made so much progress. So thank you for always being on the front lines for decades of really championing progress. And I'm happy to spend some time with you today. I appreciate that. And obviously you're here to serve all folks of Harris County. I think people will see that, but I also really appreciate the nuances you bring to the table, which will be some of the, um, some of the work that we've talking about today. 
And of course, we do want to talk about the gun buyback program that's coming up. You're a big champion of uh, literacy as well. But let me ask you this before we dive into my list of agenda questions. Um, you are now into your first term. Um, how are things looking? Was it what you expected? Is it exciting? I'm sure it's a lot of hard work. Well, it's better than I expected. So I'm tremendously grateful for this unexpected blessing and the opportunity that the people of Harris County have given me to serve. And, and every day I come, you know, as a former public school teacher, as a mom, as a woman, as a lawyer, as a former judge, and trying to bring these perspectives to the table to make Harris County a place where all of our families have a fair shot. And as a family is everything to me, right? And I believe that there's so much that unites us. We all want a better life for ourselves and our families. And I just am energized by what we're doing, whether it's public safety, infrastructure, public health, to really advance the ball every day. So it's even better than I expected. And I'm just, I wake up with such a profound sense of gratitude every day. What I also admire is that you bring your children to some of the events. And I think it speaks volumes to have the youth see women lead and just think that that's a fact of life. And uh, additionally, it shows that, yes, you, you're multifaceted, you're juggling all this, doing it gracefully, but, but I think it inspires other folks as well to say, you know what, we can do it all. So, so thank, you, thank you for all of that. I, I know that it's a lot of work, a big responsibility, but uh, you, you're inspiring all of us. So thank you very much. On, on thank all you, Mr. Fun. Diaz. I'm going to start off by a self-serving point. Uh, be because you've been in the community so long, we really appreciate you recognizing the work of Nuestra Palabra over these 25 years. And that really meant a lot to our organization that you would recognize us at Harris County Commissioner's Court for, uh, for the work that we've been doing. So first of all, thank you for that. And can you tell folks a little bit about how that, plays a role in, in your work and how recognizing grassroots organizations is fundamental to, to what you do? Yes. Well, first of all, thank you for your leadership. And we were thrilled at Harris County Commissioner's Court to recognize Nuestra Palabra and you and your team for your 25 years of service and really being at the front lines of championing literacy, Latinos, literature, art, and really getting our voices amplified in our community, and just everything that you do to stand up for intellectual freedom and diversity and inclusion. This is so important to me. From the literacy perspective, I was a former um, public school English teacher. My parents are retired English teachers. I I think education, especially the power of word is just fundamental to our civil society and specifically making sure we're celebrating local organizations that are championing the work is so important because it is you, right? The answer is you, the community. And by having these strong community organizations that are mobilizing folks that are empowering folks that are celebrating our voice that's what it's all about because we're going to continue rising together or not and you nuestra palabra is one of these organizations that's on the front lines of really unifying and promoting and so thank you mr diaz we were thrilled to celebrate y'all at commissioner's court and we welcome your partnership and any organization that may be listening Precinct 4, and Harris County generally. This is an all-hands-on-deck team effort. So thank you for the work that you do and being on the front lines. Thank you so much. And I love to point out to, to folks who are tuning in that 
we've got teachers now who have gone from, I, I think it's still public service to work in the classroom. I'm a, I'm a professor myself, uh, to now serving uh, as elected officials. And I have to point out to folks, like I love pointing out, is First Lady Biden, also uh, an English <laughs> professor at a community college. And again, both of you serve everyone, do it brilliantly and do it with so much uh, empathy, but also have that nuance for education strong strong in your vision. And I say all that to bring us back to uh, the big read. So Nuestra Palabra was very proud to to uh, get a grant from the National Endowments for the Arts for the Big Read campaign. Thank you. And uh, the book that we, we wanted to support was written by a Colombian American author, Patricia Engel, Infinite Country. And we want to thank you so much for joining us, for opening the doors of the Harris County Library, which serves so many people in the community. And libraries are so vital right now. But uh, thank you so much for that wonderful event that we had to talk about it. But you've been very direct about representation. Uh, can we go back to that? And can you can you tell us a little bit why it is so important for for representation and especially in literature? Um, you mentioned that you know, you come from a your pedigree English teacher and reading instructor. Mm -hmm. How how big a deal is it for youth to read books about their community or culture? It is fundamentally important. And I also, I forgot to mention my grandma in Paz Descansa, she was a, a librarian. So, I mean, literally books are this thread in my own family. But I remember when I was a teacher uh, on the border where I'm from in Laredo, and my students would read works from Latinx, Chicano, Hispanic authors, and they could see themselves in the work, right? The way grandparents were described or the multi-generational kind of approach that we tend to take as Latinos in the home. And so whatever culture one may be from, celebrating it through music, through poetry, through literature, to me is of paramount importance because I think that that's, that's part of connection and that's part of the empathy that we learn to grow. And so I always... Um, loved, loved teaching literature when I was a student. And I mean, when I was a student, when I was a teacher, I loved teaching to my students. And I, I love reading. It's my favorite thing to do. And it's just important. And I, I challenge, I know that in my own kids, I have three little girls, as I mentioned, and the tablets, it's hard sometimes to, to make them put it down. And so we just try to make reading time sacred in our home because I just think it expands our mind and our perspective and, and teaches us things and helps us travel back in time and into the future. And to me, there's nothing more powerful than, than words and books. As a mom of three young girls, and as someone who's been the victim of crime, creating a safer Harris County is my top priority. Everyone deserves to live a life free of gun violence. I'm Leslie Briones, your Harris County Commissioner for Precinct 4. And I'm Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner. Together with Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez, we're hosting a gun buyback Saturday, November 18th, at Metro's West Chase Park and Ride on Harwin Drive. Earn a gift card up to $200 per gun. 
Turn in a gun. Get a gift card. No questions asked. And do your part to make our community safer. I didn't know that your grandma, tu abuelita, was a librarian. Oh my goodness. Yes. She rest in peace. Yes, she um she was. So I am um, and then another fun fact, um, my dad was my mother's English professor. So literally, but for education and but for poetry, I would not exist. So I always tell my dad that if it wasn't, he was teaching British romantic poetry that semester. So I always tell him, but for Byron, Keats, Shelley, et cetera, he would have never gotten my mother's attention. So I literally would not be in this interview today if it was not for books. So there you go. Whether love it's love it. or life or mourning, whatever it is, I feel like literature just is good for the soul. And, well, and, and you get think- married as a result. <laughs> Well, but but it is important to to remind folks that the American dream through education is something vital to 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 our nations, to our communities of all walks of life, and you're one example of the power that can that can come from that because here you have this legacy of words, and of course, right now we're in a moment where there's a lot of turmoil with um, folks, you know. Uh, there's a backlash against librarians. We've done so many shows about that. Um, there's also been a curtailing of books allowed in classrooms. I say all that because right now Nuestra Palabra's focus is on encouraging folks to supplement their family libraries and also public libraries as well and underground libraries. Like we have a Libertad Vigante Underground Library at Mecca. But I say all that because at the end of the day, as you alluded to, we still have power in our households to show children, our children, that reading matters, to make it fun. And the last thing I'll say about it too is, um, I think, I think we've, we've all been fooled into believing that reading is boring. I promise you, I've gone to classrooms and even some days I'm like, you know, why am I here? I'm tired, etc. These kids are probably gonna enjoy it. I've never done a classroom reading or read to kids in my family that they didn't love it. So uh, I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up and and I'm glad you're a testament to that. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Diaz. And I, I'm with you. Thank you for what you do to protect um, our books and intellectual freedom. And, you know, as a parent, it's a struggle. You want to make sure what your kids are reading is age appropriate. So I get I get people's mm-hmm. consternation. At the same time, however, as libraries, as you know, as society, I just am very much against um, the way we've seen of folks wanting to ban books because Mm -hmm. how are we ever gonna learn from history if we're trying to keep books out of our kids' hands from them Mm -hmm. having the opportunity to learn from the different historical moments. So I believe that we all need to be learning from the good, bad and the ugly, and then together again, moving forward, united, armed with the history, armed with the facts. um, And just, it's, it's a learning process, right? And we need to make sure we're preserving history and preserving intellectual freedom. And thank you for putting it that way. You're, you're building a bridge. Uh, you're really building a wonderful bridge to perhaps folks that are concerned about the curriculum. And again, our show, we're happy to have that dialogue. 
talk to folks and uh, work with them to, to walk through this. Um, we're also very happy to be through this Big Read program donating copies of Infinite Country by Patricia Engel to the Harris County Library. So Thank you. we, we want to spread that out there. Um, now, on more uh, complex and hard-hitting issues, we do want to get to a special program that you're working on, which is the gun buyback program. Um, can you tell, tell our viewers and listeners a little bit about that? Yes, I invite everyone who's listening, please, to join us on Saturday, November 18th. Um, Harris County Precinct 4, along with Sheriff Ed Gonzalez, along with the City of Houston and Mayor Turner, we are hosting a gun buyback. And what this is, thanks to President Biden and the federal administration, they sent some federal monies, and these monies have been put in a bucket for gun buybacks. We are taking action. We are doing a multitude of things, and I'm happy to go into more detail on some of the other investments. But again, as a mom, I have been the victim of crime several times. We need to be firing on all cylinders, you know, no pun intended, to make sure that we are driving progress and improving public safety. So this gun buyback will be Saturday, November 18th from 8 a.m. to noon. It's going to be at Metro's West Chase Park and Ride on Harwin Drive. And again, with Sheriff Gonzalez and Mayor Turner, there's going to be gift cards amounts for different types of guns that are returned. It's going to be no questions asked. And again, this is one of the many levers we are trying to move to improve public safety in Harris County. And in addition to the gift cards that will be given for the guns, we've also gotten gun safes that we will be distributing. And so that will be key in keeping our families safe. Nowadays, some folks están muy desanimados, they're disillusioned, and sometimes the response is to do nothing. Um, we've talked about education. Now we're talking about uh, gun safety. Um, I, I like the fact that, like you said, we're doing something. Something's being done about it. You've got some amazing partners. Uh, do tell us about some of the other facets because the the gun safety, uh, the gun safe, that sounds really smart and to me innovative. I hadn't heard of that before. Tell us a little bit about that aspect. So we want to not only be if folks have guns that they do not want anymore. So we want to prevent these guns from either perhaps getting into the hands of youth or they could be stolen potentially. So we're getting guns that are not wanted off the streets. Again, completely voluntary, no questions asked. But in addition, we want to be giving out gun safes because unfortunately, um, data shows that approximately half of gun owners do not systematically use gun safety principles in their own home. And unfortunately, we've all heard of numerous cases where youth get their hands on a weapon and you know are playing and unfortunately it ends tragically. And in Harris County, homicides were the primary cause of fire-related deaths from youth ages 0 to 17. So it's not only the accidents, but it's also weapons getting in the wrong hands. And then we've also seen a spike in domestic um, violence-related homicides with firearms. So this is kind of a, if you don't need it anymore, let's get it off the streets. Plus, we want to be promoting um, safety and everyone is, you know, wanting to use best practices the way we're safe with our vehicles we want to be safe with our 
begun. So this is one thing. And additionally, we're working across the spectrum, investing in various um, public safety related improvements. So let me give you a few examples. One, uh, my team and I helped advocate successfully so for six new criminal district courts. Harris County had only gotten one criminal district court since 1985. Think about the population growth. Plus, uh, you know, backlog exacerbated by Harvey and by COVID. So we have three new courts that went live this fall, three new courts that will go live um, next fall. And this was in a partnership between Harris County and the state of Texas. So that's one improvement. We've made progress in the backlog, but there's still more to be done. Meanwhile, we have given a raise to our law enforcement officers and our detention officers in particular who work in our jail. We've increased their salary by 12% plus given a retention bonus to them to keep them there, to keep um, our jail and our individuals in the jail and our officers as safe as possible. Another victory is um, in Precinct 4, we didn't have the holistic assistance response team. Basically, what that means is when someone calls 911, there's someone in a state of crisis, homelessness, addiction, they are connected to somebody who has been trained in mental health services. And that is a win for that person so they can get connected to what they may need. But also it's a win. So our law enforcement officers aren't spending their valuable limited time on those calls, but instead they're doubling down on the violent crime related calls that are far more urgent. And it's a win because we don't need someone with a mental health issue to be booked into our already overcrowded jail and then booked with a criminal case in our court. So finding ways we can more efficiently and effectively leverage taxpayer dollars and law enforcement officers' time to drive better outcomes for safety, but also for public health. So we have been working on that. We've invested in a women's empowerment center, a jail for lower level nonviolent female offenders. 80%, Mr. Diaz, 80% of women who are incarcerated are moms. And again, the mom and me, if we're gonna send our women back to their families and back to society as a better version of themselves, let's have a much more rehabilitative setting for them. And so Sheriff Gonzalez's leadership has been key in that they get job training, um, counseling and other services so that they can be poised um, for greater success. And there's been so many other investments, but um, I, I could go on and on, but I know our time is, is limited. But public safety is my number one issue, again, as someone who's been the victim and as somebody who is a mom of three little girls. I, we've made progress, but there's more progress to be had. This sounds like a really brilliant approach that I'm glad we get to talk about because these other prongs, these other layers, they sound like really well thought out. Uh, you mentioned some of the statistics, the findings that have fueled these responses, and they're all very varied. I want to, I want to say some are subtle in that perhaps folks may not realize the pay raises of 12% for folks. Um, but those to me seem vital. Can we dwell on that for a little bit? Um, who are the sure. folks that get the raise and, and how do you think that changes the system? Sure. Well, first of all, also, if anyone is listening who may be interested in, in becoming a law enforcement officer, Harris County needs you. 
um, our Harris County Sheriff's Office and our constable's offices, we need you. And so the truth is we've, we have open funded positions and it's really hard to recruit the talent. And then even when we recruit the talent, for example, the detention officers who are working in our jail, it's a really tough job and they burn out. And so keeping the wonderful men and women who sign up to be detention officers is a challenge. So we, I think of life as a both and. My husband says it's just that you don't like to compromise, but I think it's both and. So it's both a raise um, and a retention bonus. So if you stay after a certain number of months, then you get a, a bonus to keep you there working. And so we, anyone who's listening, we really could use your help. We want great courageous public servants to come work in Harris County. Um, and if I may pivot briefly in terms mm -hmm. of other economic opportunities and jobs, I was so thrilled. Again, this is the former public school teacher in me. Harris County recently passed the largest investment ever in Harris County history in apprenticeships. So we doubled the capacity so you can earn money while you learn a skill or a trade. And so for more information, please go to the Harris County website, or you can reach out to Precinct 4, and my team and I will connect you to the resources. But we're very much, you know, trying, again, to focus on these multiple ways we can drive opportunity. We're also laser focused and in increasing the participation of women and minority owned businesses with the work that the county is doing. Um, and so we are, you know, very much, very much interested in making sure that all of our families can thrive. And I, I think that is the teacher in you helping support the apprenticeships, because the only reason I'm on the air right now is because in college, I was able to get uh, internships at uh, WBBM News Radio, uh, CBS TV, and then also some print publications there. But I learned in college as as I was studying, and it would have been great to get directly paid for that. At that time, we had to pay uh, the tuition uh, credit for that. Mm. So this is huge, it and is it goes huge. a long way. Thank you for supporting that. No, of course. Thank you. And Thank you. my... For the last question, I, this is probably the most uh, complicated one, too. I'm excited about the additional criminal district courts. Can you explain how that changes the system and what it took to get these different criminal court, criminal district courts to exist? Well, first of all, system to me is the key word. So I think of and I'll answer the specific question in a second, but I really think of it as a system, the front end of the system. The goal is for no one to enter the criminal justice system, right? Because we have such great education, great healthcare, great jobs. We get people out of the system to begin with. So I see it as we need to invest in the front end. We need to invest in the actual system, the law enforcement, the courts, the jail, and then the after, the post, right? How are we helping with reentry so that we're reducing recidivism and poising individuals for success in the next chapter after they get released or diverted? And so we've been, again, looking at it from the front end, the system and the back end. But the courts, how does that help? What it does is there's, well, three and then soon three more. We're going to have six more courts that can help hear these cases faster. So this helps victims because they get their day in court sooner and get the resolution they seek. And it helps these individuals who have been charged who under our constitution are presumed innocent until 
they have their day in, in trial. And so it moves the cases along more swiftly, which also then has an added benefit of it corresponds somewhat to our jail population. Um, and so these six courts are just helping to move the cases more swiftly, which will be great. And um, it was a long time coming. That's powerful. Uh, we know you have to go. Thank you so much for serving, for bringing that intelligence and passion for community and education to Harris County. And thank you so much for changing the world. Well, thank uh, you, Yes, I, I appreciate the opportunity. And anyone who's listening, please look at the county. We have, you know, just in my precinct, which is the size of Rhode Island and bigger than nine states population-wise, we have 55 parks, eight community centers, two for seniors. There's so much free family programming that we invite you to. We invite you to get engaged, follow us on social media. And please, November 18th, the gun buyback. Um, we are here. Public safety is a community effort, and we invite you to come to the gun buyback. And Mr. Diaz, thank you again for your leadership and everything that you do for our community. No, igualmente, muchas gracias. Gracias. Nos vemos pronto, ojalá. Y bueno, gracias por la oportunidad. Thank you very much. We've been chatting with Harris County Commissioner Leslie Briones, talking about everything from gun buybacks to public safety to education. And of course, we want to thank our team, Rodrigo Bravo, who is our producer, as well as Roxana Guzman, who is our associate producer. And thank all of you for tuning in. It's Tony Isley with Traficantes saying goodbye, and I look forward to seeing you behind the book. Thank you. Hasta la próxima. Bueno, gracias. Con permiso. Bye.